Welcome to the Tales from the Crypt podcast. We are an actual play podcast featuring a revolving cast of players making our way through micro RPGs, highly narrative tabletop games, and the more popular and less known RPG systems from a wide variety of genres. Content may not be suitable for children, and content warnings can be found in the description. I'm Riley Groves, and I'll be your host, your guide, your GM on this episode of Tales from the Crypt. Previously on Tales from the Crypt. Jesse Jane, as you toss and turn uneasily through the night, Bill's last words haunt every dream that you have. Many you don't remember, except for one. As you stand in the darkness of the desert night, several vultures circling far off guide you to a large basin, nestled in a quiet desert. At first it seems the vultures were circling your childhood homestead, a place you said you'd never return to. But as you get closer, the vultures narrow their circle over a single tree. As you move closer and run your hands down the tree's smooth, glowing bark, you hear the cries of the vultures replace Bill's echoing words. When you look up, the sky is now replaced with hundreds of vultures circling the moonlit, moonlit basin. You follow their paths as they begin to dive down, several at a time, landing on the desert floor, pecking as the ground begins to bubble up, and decaying hands and heads burst from the sand. The birds continue to peck at their prey, tearing pieces of flesh from the rising corpses. You move closer and closer to the table. Sitting on top of the table is a heavy piece of metal. I think this is it. Yeah. Absolutely, grab it. I'll take it and get the hell out of here. Welcome back to Tales from the Crypt. I am Riley, your crit keeper, and at the table I have, once again, John. Well, hello. Mikey. Hi. And Rebecca. Howdy. And we're going to continue playing our We Deal in Dice arc based on the system We Deal in Lead. But before we get into the episode, which I'm very excited about, let's answer a question from our pod deck interview deck. Our question for tonight is, what are you currently curious about? I'll go first this time. I am currently curious about... Being able to appreciate wine better. More than just yeah. crushing wine. Yes, more than just like popping open the one gallon of Chablis <laughs> down in it. Or that frenzy of box wine. Oh, yeah. 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 Good wine has a, you know, like a, a nice smooth spigot on the side of the box. Mm. See, I just want to be able to have a better conversation about it because I was at a work function recently and uh we were all at dinner and my boss is a pretty big foodie and so are the rest of us on the team and so we're talking and like he's passing the wine list around so that we can pick out different bottles and he deliberately skipped me (laughs) and i was like hey man what about me and he was like no you don't know wine and he handed it to the girl next door or next to me and i was like fair yeah, it definitely is. Like, I was just going to pick one that was called, like, you know, bear shit or some shit. <laughs> you know, whatever had the coolest name. It's like the one that, with the cool sticker. I want yeah. that one. Okay, can I go in and look at the labels, please? That's really how I judge my wines. Does so. like, Mountain Dew make wine? That's like a thing. I want that one. Yeah, I think it's Bully Hill Sweet Walter Red. Yeah. Like, yeah, but that's juice. Yes, it is. It's I delicious. 
But anyways, yeah, so nice. mine is finding a deeper appreciation for wine. Or any appreciation for wine. No, I appreciate it. I just can't figure it out from my ass from my elbow. Mm. Like, this is a red. This one is white. What I used to do was uh, I would get a paycheck, and I would go cash it, and like next to where I cash my paycheck, there was a, a wine and liquor store, and I would go in there, and I would get two bottles of wine one from like the week before that i liked and like a new random one mm -hmm. and like and talk to like just talk to the guy that works there talk to those people because yeah. they know about wine well they should yeah i don't well, really honestly really it's just all they make it up yeah it's just all made up oh, it's grape juice man taste no, i'm just kidding this one tastes like dirt you can taste the soil it's no it's gross. about the you know it's about the tannins and the you know mm -hmm. the legs of the wine yeah like there's, there's a whole world there's a whole thing yeah and so i've taken one master class oh no a one episode of a master class nice. i met the instructor the sommelier is he a sommelier he definitely i don't know but he's definitely like a wine critic so he rates wines for nice. like yeah and that was pretty interesting so very cool what am I curious about? Currently, it'd probably have to do with, I don't know, just like the TV I'm watching. I'm watching Loki. Curious yeah. about that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mostly. Um, just, that's probably probably what I'm, what's really obsessing my brain right now. Okay. Mysteries of the Marvel Universe. Mysteries of the Marvel Universe. That's a good one. I bought a violin recently, so I've been pretty curious about how to play it. Hmm. And how to find a local teacher to teach me how to play it. Because I've tried the DVDs and the YouTubes, and it's like, I can't hear you over what I'm doing, and I sound terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things, like, having an instructor there to, like, put your fingers and the right, yeah. like, be there and tactile and, like, yeah. Because yeah. I'm totally not holding it right, even, and I make some sound. Yeah. But poor Riley suffers through. And the YouTube guy's like, that's great. Keep going. Now you're going to change your hand and do this. And it's like, <laughs> only better. It's not that. good. <laughs> I know it's not good. It's fine. But I've learned like Wait, five how's, notes how's, to a song. How's your wife's violin playing? Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to lie. It's okay. It's intriguing. Well, I think it's awesome. Thank yeah. you. Yes, Thank you. And it's awesome that you picked it up. Yeah. I'm going to try for fiddle. Some bluegrassy sound. Nice. Yeah. Polka. No. Never. Polka, polka, never that. Polka. All right. So I guess I have to think of something. Um, I usually just ask anybody I know. Pretty much, I, I I find something and I get super obsessed with it for a good length of time, and then I find my next thing and get super obsessed with it. Mm -hmm. And usually, I end up spending a lot of money. Yes. In that process of that exploration yeah like i got really into fishing for a season mm -hmm. uh couple seasons spent a lot of money on it haven't didn't go at all this year i so equal i did the same exact thing the last <laughs> bunch of years i've been really into fishing yeah and i've put a lot of money into it and then this year i made it out twice yeah for like a very short amount of time yeah it happens life yeah. happens you know but also you know stuff happens yeah you move on but actually right now i will say that i am into um Mortal Kombat, the new Mortal Kombat game, and I get, I tend to get competitive with one-on-one um, -on -one fighting games. Right on. Um, so I, I kind of been curious about all of that stuff and just kind of learning the new mechanics of it and playing around with it, and you know. Honestly, deep down, before you even started, 
I knew you were going to say Mortal, the Mortal Kombat game. <laughs> I 100% knew it was going to be the Mortal Kombat game. Only because the last time I hung out at your house, you beat the shit out of me in Street Fighter over and over and over. It's like, who do you want to be now? It's like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't like, matter. I don't know the super duper dope combo. <laughs> I know. Punch, punch, low kick. Smash, smash, I mean, smash. That's a good. Smash. That gets you places. It does. It against places. the computer, but like yeah. not against other people. So yeah. I just imagine, I can't imagine what my life would be like if I took these like weird obsessive natures that I had and put it towards like productive things. Like, these you know, like my business and all these other things. You know what? Like... At the end of it, these are productive it's things, true. right? It's true. Hobbies it's are hobby. productive yeah. um, because they keep your mind busy. Busy. Yeah. And yeah. Away from the dark and interested <laughs> in things, you know, and the darkness. Yeah. It staves off the darkness for one more day. True. That's what those fish did for you. It's for, true. For that season. I can't tell you what I did to those fish, but <laughs> it did a lot for me. You introduced a new level of darkness to their life that they will never go back to the fish. Yo, bro, I've seen some stuff. Yeah. I've seen some shit. One probably is now addicted to getting hooked. Yeah. yeah. Real kinky shit. They call them hookers. <laughs> Well, now that we've got all that off our chest, let's jump into the episode. The four of you ride deep into the night, letting the cold air calm your nerves. You set up a hasty camp and consume some rations. Everybody remove one half day's rations, please, before passing into a deep sleep. And in doing so, you may also recover your grit. Yeah, that was a pretty crazy experience. Um, really dark, really cold, and I'm not feeling so great. I don't really feel good either. That was fucking weird. I hated every minute of it. Yeah. I mean, we got what we needed to come and get, but at what cost? You know, I feel like I left part of myself down there in that mine. I feel more depressed than I've ever felt in my life. Hopefully, hopefully some sleep will uh, help us out. Yeah, can we build this fire bigger so there's more light around? Because, like, I don't really want to be in the dark. seems a little bit darker now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely some warmth and light. Pile on some more wood and warm up. Where's Grohl? Grohl's with you. Okay. Grohl's there. He's been, uh, you know, attached to somebody's back all along the way. Um, Mostly cows, as he offers the largest area. (laughs) It's true. Um, I hardly noticed he was there. Yeah, your duster provides an excellent amount of support for him to cling on to. It's grippy. Yeah, and it's almost like just having a backpack on. It's like rucking everywhere you go. (laughs) With that, sleep comes easily. You ride for another day and a half, stopping only for meals. Please consume another day's and a half's worth of rations. Does everyone have that much rations? I have one left. That, That wipes me out. I have half left. Puts you at half? Yeah. Puts you at one? Mikey? No, Mikey had none. Um, puts you that, none. Um, that puts me to zero. Are you negative? No. Okay. And you have one? I have one. Okay. However, on that ride, it's largely uneventful, and you finally make your way back to town. Back to the town of Riptide, and back to Herbert. You make it to his shop? Is it your first stop? Yeah, definitely. Before we leave, I'm going to have to get some more rations. That that about wiped me out. That was a bit of a journey. Yeah, I want to get this steel to, to Herbert, and then, then oh. we'll take care of our shopping needs. Absolutely. Herbert! Well, hello. Come on back in. Did you have a fortuitous adventure? Pretty much safe to say that uh, we probably don't want to talk about it at all. Here's the, uh, here's the steel. I'll talk about it. That was a dreadful cave. It was disa- It was just. It was dismal, disgusting, dank, depressing. There was some big weird shadow monster down there. Well, 
That sounds right terrible. I apologize that y'all had to go through that. Yeah, wasn't the most pleasant experience. But, yeah, we got the steel, and uh, we're going to give this to you. Hopefully you can get something done and working with it while we go get the next piece we need. My, my, this is a beautiful hunk of metal. It, it really is. It's, it looks preternatural, Promethean Pr- even. Pristine. I can't imagine that it was just there waiting for you. It was literally just lying on the table. If that ain't faint, I don't know what it is. But, I, yeah, I can deal with this. I can get it to where we need it to be in not no time at all, but quicker than anybody else you'll find. Great. Can you get started while we go get the other piece? Yeah, absolutely. I got to say, though, y'all look like hell. Yeah, we're going to need some stuff to fix ourselves up and probably take a little rest, but we need to get this done sooner than later, I think. I hear you. Well, it'll take days to get this done. The rest will go relatively quick after that, except for the last step, probably the most difficult, but we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. However, I wanted to offer y'all accommodations at my ranch nearby. It's just outside of town. It'll be a lot quieter. Oh, well, that sounds lovely. I do like the the quieter sounds perfect. Yeah, I'd be okay with that if y'all are. Yeah, I'd like to get away from people for a little bit. Mm. Yeah, I think that would do y'all right well. And uh, with that, you know, I got some connections in town. I'll make sure to pick up some provisions if you got money for it. I I ain't a rich man myself, um, so I could always pick you up some things from the local store and drop it off. Uh, And I've been kind of getting the groove back, so to speak, when thinking about guns. So, you know, maybe tomorrow I can meet you out there, show you a few things that might interest y'all. Definitely. Be much obliged, much obliged. But isn't this your ranch? Won't you be coming home, home to your home? Well, I imagine he'd be working on a... On oh, all night. I'm going to work, work all night. I'm going to work through the night, yeah. Wow. Well, all right then. Yeah, Herbert doesn't get excited about much, but what Herbert does get excited about is guns. I like you, Herbert. <laughs> you, you are truly I'm, singular, sir. All right, you know what? I'm not. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I think it's an insult, but I am not that. Uh, do we need to give you lead now, or do we just give it to you when you bring us the rations? Or, Well, you tell me how much you want. I could probably Usually it's about four days' rations for one lead. And you said it was like a day and a half. How how far is it to... Oh, yeah, we have to decide where we're going, don't we, Jesse? I mean, I know where we're going, but... Yeah, we, yeah, we got to get there. It... Where are you from, honey? I'm from Boomtown. Boomtown, all right. Boomtown's about a three-day ride, I'd say. Three days, huh? Yes, ma'am. Damn. Too close. Too close to home. So we're going to need six days rations each? Yeah, so that's two lead each. Well, that's all right. Here you go. Here's two lead. Well, all right, then. I'll make sure to get that. Anything else you'd like while I'm at the local store? I can't think of anything else I need. Um... Yeah, I can't really afford anything else anyway. Yeah, things do come with a price, so I understand that. Yeah. Baby, how much do you think they have a med kit for? Oh, a first aid kit. That would Yeah, be. first aid would be smart for us, I think, to bring after that last heroin experience. Well, first aid kit is relatively rare. It'd probably be about two lead for that as well. I don't know about that. Does anybody want to throw in with me i'd love to but i'm running on running running low low myself yeah how much lead do you got cal i got enough i'll throw you a lead all right 
I'll throw in one. All right, I'll be sure to pick that up for y'all as well. Thank you. Oh, wait a minute, I'm the leader. Yeah, guys, give him money. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Betty Bob. <laughs> a little humor in these dark times never hurts. I can feel the effects of that cave starting to wear off on us. Mm, it's true. About damn time. So, uh, how far is this ranch? Can we walk there, or should we... Maybe we have our horses now. It's only right outside town a short bit, you know, maybe a half mile at most. You know, there there is a hitch and posts for any mounts you may have and uh uh yeah, anything you might need. It's quiet, it's secluded. It's about due east, go until you see some black fences, black horse fences. Um and that'll be my spot. Alright. Sounds good. Thank Y'all you, ready? Herbert. Thank you. Before I go, uh, I have this gun care kit. What benefit would that have on my current weapon? Benefit? Uh, probably not much unless it gets damaged or dirty or, you know, ends up in misuse. Okay. Good thing to have around. It's pretty rare as well without coming back here and having me service them myself. I mean, it's, it's hard-pressed to find something like that out in the wild. Indeed. I've, I've had it for quite a while. found it in, in our travels. You must not have rolled any 11 or 12s on your shots yet. <laughs> I guess I haven't. <laughs> cool, cool. All right. I think we head to the ranch. All right. You guys head to the ranch and get a decent night's sleep. It is quiet. Herbert lives alone with no animals to speak of. The three of you are able to get a decent day's rest, not just a good night's sleep, but a relaxing day and a half in before Herbert returns around noon the following day. Each of you can regain the rest of your heart as well, nice. as well as Hooray. any other attributes that may have been damaged. My pride. That there's no coming back from. Mm. Well, I got you all what you need. Pretty heavy sack of stuff here. And he carries it to the front porch where he greets the three of you. So I've been thinking. I remembered a few things that... Bill and I and some other gunslingers over the years were working on a few you know, kind of special moves, so to speak, for with different guns. I could show them to you if you'd like. Well, hell yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, the first one is called the quick draw. Now, y'all might think you're already fast, but wait until you see this. Can I borrow one of y'all's guns? I don't have one of my own. I hand him my repeater. In one smooth and steady motion, he's able to deftly bring the rifle up and fire it before you even have a moment to blink or register what was going on. Over the next several hours, he teaches each of you the same move. And for one fatigue, you can draw your gun and fire seamlessly. Hmm. With that, he also gives each of you a lesson on your own specific gun. Cool. Betty Bob, he teaches you a move and he says, this is called the cry pardon. Crap harden. Crap harden. I like it. Crap harden. And he shows you how to do a three-shot blast, blasting up to three targets, or one specific target. That's that's sick. So wait, it does it, you, it splits it up. It fires three shots. You can attack three once. targets at one time. Yes, doing one hit to each of them. This will cost one fatigue to do so. Cool. And the other one was called quick draw. Yep. And now we have these. I have these two things. You do. When rolling your special move, you're only going to roll 1d6 to attack. That's sick. Jesse Jane, he brings you and your shotgun out to an open pasture. With a few large targets in front of you, I'm going to teach you how to fire both barrels at once. Oh, hot damn. I can do that? You can, and to a devastating effect, darling. Whoo 
yeah, I can't wait. He shows you a couple times. It's not technically a difficult move, so you catch on rather quick. When you fire both barrels, you're going to roll 2d8 for damage. This is for a single target, by the way. And if you ever roll a dire attack, which is max damage, you're going to do 8 plus 2d8 damage. Boom. Wow. This is my boomsticks, my primitive people. Plus 2d8? Yep. Cool. Cal, he brings you out to the largest expanse that he has on his property. Now, I'm going to teach you how to be even more of a sharpshooter. You ready? I am. I'm going to turn you into a certified Deadeye. With that, you can call shots, specifically areas on a target's body, and do 10 damage. If you roll a dire hit, you're going to do 10 plus 1d6 damage, and that damage is going to go directly towards their strength. So it'll bypass any grit and go right towards their strength. Damn. For one fatigue? For one fatigue, yes. Do I have to spend fatigue? Yes. All of these okay. things Dead cost eye. one fatigue. fatigue. Yep. On a crit, I do 2d8 plus 8, right? Correct. Eight, okay. Yeah, 8 plus 2d8. Which is also 2d8 plus yeah, 8. Yeah, yeah. You guys spend the rest of the afternoon and evening into night with Herbert. And he cooks a really pleasant meal. Some butterfly quail. Mm. Roasted asparagus and squash. spaghetti squash. Arranged so that it looks like a bed of noodles. A little salt and pepper over the top. Spaghetti 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 squash. Yes. Been through a black hole. <laughs> nice. Well, I hope you enjoy. I don't have many visitors out this way. I haven't cooked for anybody in quite some time. It's absolutely delicious, Herbert. Thank you. Wonderful. Wonderful. I'm so glad you cooked for us. Me too. It really... It really reminded me of the good old days when I used to cook for my wife. Mm, Patricia. Yes, Patricia. Dear old Patricia. Emphasis on the old, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. we noticed. Yeah. Did you know she was a witch? Not at first. I did find it quite strange that she always wore the same lingerie. Oh, the lingerie. Mm. Yeah, the lingerie. Mm. However, I never spent too much time on caring about all that not many people have that many different sets of sexy clothing i guess and so i just assumed it was a uh, sexy time clothing and uh yeah did you have a question if she washed it did she wear it under her clothes all the time she put it in the worst these are all questions that you probably are better suited for her i understand i understand so you wouldn't these are questions that you and i would just simply not think to you ask just would not think to ask honestly. i mean we like to know things. I was just curious how long you knew she is a witch. How long is you married? Not that long at all. You see, it didn't take too much time before she couldn't wear the lingerie full time and I'd done caught her as an old woman. That must have been quite a shock to you. It was jarring. And I tried to hang in there for an extra year or two. However, any time I saw her without the lingerie on, she was progressively older than the last time I saw her. And so eventually, I had a decision to make. You saw her jump off the back and you just kept going? I threw that suitcase out the back. I f- plum forgot what was inside. However, once I got out, I wrecked the wagon wheel, stole the horse, and took off. I mean, it, it, she was a witch. Aren't you worried, though, because she's a witch, that you're going to piss her off? You know... She's not really the vindictive type. She didn't seem that way. She was always nice and... Baked a whatnot. hell of a pie. She can bake the uh, the shit out of a pie. So I'll tell you what. So you did the main meals and she did the desserts. 
Yeah, it was the bargain. Yes, yeah. very sweet. It that was. That sounds quite, you know, quite like the, the nuptial bliss. We enjoyed a lot of that wagon we had, but eventually I had to let it go. I told myself, Herbert, are you gonna live with an old woman forever? And you know, as she gets towards the end of things, what happens to Herbert? Yeah, it's true. Because well, only one time that I, I see, she did revert backwards in age when we were together. Uh, however, we we had come across this nice young gentleman, and he was never heard from again. And then all of a sudden, she was a few years younger there. And I said to myself, Herbert, this doesn't seem like a good situation for you to be in. No, that sounds about right. That's, you know, witches bewitching. Plus, she never stopped pulling on my back hair, and that was aggravating. Huh. Wait, she was pulling your back hair? Mm-hmm. That's where that story was going. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we didn't listen to the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, she started to tell you. Ah, tell yeah, you. we got the we got no, that. I took a call that right. night. That's yeah. enough. That's yeah. enough. Please don't. I'm just trying to eat. Cal wants to hear the story. No, I, I'm okay. I'm okay. My imagination will fill in the dark spots, and I'm perfectly fine with that. Well, make sure you add a few inches when you're thinking about it. <laughs> Always do. Always do. Like I said, I ain't had company in quite some time, so I do apologize. You're fine, Herbert. And it was y'all setting out in the morning. I think that's the smart decision. Susan's dawn breaks. We'll head out. I think so, too. I've got the steel almost to where we need it. And he actually pulls it out of a bag that he's been carrying around. And it has the gross shape of a gun on it. It looks like it's coming along. It is. I should have this done in no more than a day or two. This is the hardest part, you know, turning steel into something fine. Uh, has been a while, so my hand cramped up a bit. You know, the difference between pounding on pure blue-gray iron and knocking together little gold rings and whatnot. Some things are made to take a pound and better than others. That's right. I That's do. right. So I Betty snuck Bob up knows. behind. I do. Oh. My, oh my. Well... With that, Herbert, Herbert probably going to retire. He's been a little, uh, my senses have been overloaded today. I understand. Make sure you have a good banana for that potassium so you don't cramp up. I do appreciate the concern. Lots of water. All right. I expect y'all will be gone before me in the morning. I plan on sleeping in. It's my day off, so to speak. So, uh, be safe out there. Well, thank you for your hospitality, Herbert. And you keep safe, too. You're working on a very vital project. Yes, and as long as that stays between us here, I should be just fine. Don't plan on telling no one. We ain't even going to see nobody. Hopefully. Hopefully. I do hope as well. Adios. Ciao. Hasta luego, my friends. Oh, bye. (laughs) Buenas noches, we're going to bed. (laughs) And Herbert retires upstairs. God, it was awkward. He wouldn't leave. He was like, go to bed, man. You're going to bed. Go to bed. I guess that happens if you live alone, you know? He's just lonely. I'm glad we didn't hear the story about his back hair. Yeah. I was. I definitely Oof. did not want to hear that. I didn't think I'd have to dodge a story so many times. Uh, well. How about those? Those what he was able to show us today, though? That, I'm very excited to uh, to use these on, on some people for sure. I can't wait to shoot both barrels. This is whoever comes up against us now stands nary a chance. That red right hand's gonna be red right dead soon. Red right dead. All right, let's get some sleep, gang, and we'll ride in the morning. Very well. All right. Night passes, and the three of you get another restful night's sleep. 
In the morning, you wake up eager to start your journey. As you head out, you find your mounts well-fed and well-watered, and the donkeys bray at seeing you, the three of you approach. Did we get those rations that we ordered? Yes. Okay, So that, and you said yeah. it was four, a stack of three or four? It four. was four per lead, four so per you lead. should actually have eight. eight. Yep. Heck yeah. So did we use that last ration that I had in the whatever to get back, or did I have that one remaining? No, nope, you'd have that one okay, remaining, so, so you actually have nine. One. Yeah, Great. Boss always gets extra rations. Yep. That's my fruit cup. <laughs> get my vitamins. And let's, see, let's just say you, you want to hang on to the first aid kit? Yeah, I'll hold on to that. With your sniper rifle, you'll be so far out of the... Yeah, I'd, the be, I'd, yeah, you I'd be a be terrible medic. I'd be running running my legs off trying to get onto the battlefield in that sort of situation. I'm coming! <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Let's ride hard. The gang heads out in the opposite direction than their adventure before. I thought you said that they were supposed to go. <laughs> we go six days the wrong way. <laughs> Let's ride hard. I take a the hard left lost. away from the sunset. <laughs> <laughs> the journey in this direction is largely without incident. You pass a few people on the road, but no one malicious. However, the three-day journey does seem to drag on, and by the second afternoon, it seems the three of you may be a tad bit bored of riding, so you dismount for a walk. You find yourself in a nice plane with the wind gently blowing and the sun high in the sky. I've always wanted to do this. I rub my hand over the grass. Oh, you look so cool, Betty Bob. Yeah. Looks like the fields of wheat in a dream. Yeah, like 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 if you lost your family and you got to see them again one day. This would be the this field would be they the would grass. stand and wait for you in. Yeah. Really nice music would play in the background or something. Like soft. Man, I really did need a break from riding, though. My ass is killing me. Well, um, I think we're still heading in the right direction, right, Jesse? Oh, yeah, we're definitely heading there. All right. If you don't mind me asking, what was so bad about the place? Oh, well, you know, it's where my mama and my papa and my siblings all, you know, got murdered. Oof. That would keep you away from a place, I understand. Yeah, it would definitely give me hesitancy to revisit it at all. You are very brave for coming this far. Well, thank you, but uh, I'm not going in the house, if that's ever... I was just about to say, I'm not going to force you to. Thank you. No, we're just just here to knock a tree down. All right, let's cut this bitch down and get out of here. What a lovely walk. Yes, this prairie is lovely with these uh, flowers everywhere. Like it seems like a place that seems real peaceful and quiet and serene, and then almost as if it's you know too nice and serene and lovely. Yeah, huh. like it might be a setup or something, but I just don't know what it is. Are we dead? Could be. It does seem very dreamlike. We do have the high grass. I'm we, a little worried well, now. I know. We, we were just uh, talking about how this was foreshadowing a, a certain type of afterlife. <laughs> Hopefully, oh, that doesn't happen sooner than we think. And as the three of you converse, suddenly down the path, a wagon, pulled by a very gaunt horse, approaches. Sitting atop it is a middle-aged woman with a overly exaggerated smile on her face. Oh my god, is she death? Is that the horse of death? No, it's, uh, what's her name? Patricia? Patricia. It is not Patricia. Patricia. Oh, it's not Patricia. Well, um... Smiles a little weird. Um, howdy, ma'am. As she gets closer, 
her face doesn't change. She doesn't respond. She just continues to smile, looking your way. Uh, maybe she didn't hear me. Howdy, man. I think this is. I, I think this might be a shoot first and ask questions later sort of scenario. Or at least stop trying to get her attention. Yeah. I mean, all right. Maybe don't make eye contact. Just look, look at the flowers. Think of Lenny, mice, and then me. How does she look in my scope? <laughs> Creepy. Creepy. Her smile in your scope is even more exaggerated. And as she passes you guys on the trail, she turns her head, watching you the entire time, smiling at the three of you. And each one of you feels like she's staring directly at you individually. And just as she came, she left. And her wagon continues down the trail, never stopping. Well, that was almost as terrifying as their minds. Uh, what was with that lady? I kind of wanted to get in the wagon, though. Why? I don't know. It's just a feeling I had. Oh, gosh. Curious, you know. Betty Bob, you better not get kidnapped on this journey. No, I'll be fine. Don't Jumping in into strange wagons. Don't get wagons. in the back of wagons with strangers. That's how you meet the most interesting people, though. When is a good story started with, like, I didn't get in the van? What's a van? <laughs> Buck wagon. <laughs> Caravan. You got, you caravan, got, yes. You got puppies in the back of Chrysler that caravan. Caravans. <laughs> I don't like to I don't think you should get in the back of covered wagons with strangers. Well, you know, girls. I speak live. from experience. You shouldn't get in the backs of covered wagons with make packs with strangers. Cal, you just don't know how to have the right kind of fun. Maybe we just meet different strangers. Mm. Breaking in on your conversation, the three of you now hear the cries of a child. It sounds like it's near but you see none standing around you. Why does it keep getting creepier and creepier? I don't like any of it. We should have kept riding. Yeah, I think we probably should mosey on out of here. But it, what if there is a baby, though? It, which direction is it coming from? Or just everywhere? It sounds like it's coming from behind you. The way the scary lady went? No. Like directly behind us? Yes. Well, I turn around. Through the field comes a small, crying child. Can't be more than three or four years old. Her head is in her hand as she sobs, and you can see her crying. Oh, honey, what's wrong? Come here, little one. Oh, Jessie, she's just a little child. What's going on? I, I don't know. There, 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 little one. As you reach down to comfort the child, she pulls out a dagger, stabbing you for three strength damage. Oh, god damn, what? passing your grit. Jesse has got a knife. Ow, what the hell was that? I was trying to help this stupid kid. Get the fuck out of here, kid. As she jumps back, her teeth elongate, and her skin begins to ripple. Oh, fuck, she's a vampire. No, she's not. Oh. But her features begin to get exaggerated as her skin stretches over her bones, and she grows in height to five, then six feet tall. I want a quick draw. Oh, fuck this. Oh, shit. All right, quick draw. Roll 1d6. Five. Okay. Five is a hit, so go ahead and roll me 1d8 damage. Five. You land a good blast from your scattergun, knocking the creature back a few steps. It crouches, and then on all fours, begins to pounce towards the three of you. Jesse and Cal, what are you two doing? Oh, I'm taking a shot directly at it before it gets closer. I'm going to fire a shot. It is too close for you, unless you're going to quick draw. Um, in that case, I'll take a, a lash with the bullwhip. Okay. Betty, please take your action first. 
Seven. Seven is a grazing shot. One d4 damage. Two. Cal. Now for the standard weapons, it's one d6. For the bullwhip, it is. D4, I think. 1d6. The machete is 1d4. Oh. Although I think we've been playing most of them as 1d6. Yes, my machete is 1d6. So I said we would go with that. Okay. Two. You whip the beast. Its strange skin seems to harden where you hit it. Although you think you may have done a little damage, it seems perhaps it has its own natural defensive barrier. I may have to take a few steps back to make it as a bit more effective. We'll cover you, Cal. As all this is happening, I'm scooting back away from it. It lunges at you, Cal, with its claws. However, it seems your duster does a good job of holding up your own defense. Slick oil skin. Gotta love it. The three of you act simultaneously. Please tell me what you're doing. I can do the the crab part and to one target, right? All three shots can go to one target or they Correct. have to be... Correct. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna... I'm gonna... Crap harden! Alright. Roll me three D6s. Oh, because right, it reduces... So you're gonna roll one for each shot. Two threes and a six. Okay. A six is a hit, and the two threes are maximum damage. Nice. So, oh, that, that'll be... For you... What's that? D8? D8, yeah. So, you do... Roll me one D8. Okay. Seven. Okay. So you're going to do seven damage, and then your other two already do max damage. Eight. So, so that's 16 plus seven. Is 23. Yeah. And that does that expend uh, three shots as well? Yes. Okay. So my next turn, I'll have to reload. Eight, Eight lad. And it does. Your three bullets hit it, its head and its chest. And the creature cries as it falls to the ground. And its body gets halfway back into morphing into a little girl before it stops. That thing was vile. What the fuck was that? I thought it was helping some kid. Let's get out of here. We gotta get back on these horses. I'm done with this fucking field. disgusting metamorphosis. You think she had something to do with the creepy lady? Was she the creepy lady? I believe we should get the hell out of here, but it also worries me that they are coming from where we are going to. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting ride, guys. Let's go. Should we ride fast and hard? Yeah. All the way. I believe right. Betty knows no other way to ride. It's the only way. I believe that. I'll take the front, because so, I know where I'm going. So. Ain't a good day's ride unless you're chafed and bow-legged. I have heard that from you before, yeah. It's my motto. The three of you get on your mounts and ride hard and fast. Mm. And in doing so, you shave a significant portion of time off your journey. Everybody should consume three days rations altogether. Gotcha. And is it possible, can I reload out of combat? Yes. Okay, cool. So I'm going to remove one lead and I get eight shots with the repeater. When I use both barrels, I have to, I'm going to have to reload faster. Okay. Correct. Yeah. Fuck. Yes, so for you in particular, your gun goes through lead faster. very quickly. Gotcha. How much lead do you have? Thirteen. How much lead do you have, Cal? Nine. Five. Ooh, okay. A little tight for you. But yeah, at least well, your gun holds uh, a lot. Yeah, so. eight shots, so. It's around evening the next day when the area begins to look very familiar, just as it has in your memories, Jesse. Mm-hmm. 
and the sun is beginning to go down. However, as you ride closer and closer to your house, you can see the field where it once was and the tree that you need to get to. Standing between you and it, you see several shapes just shambling through the tall grass around the house, around the tree, standing between you guys and your destination. Do y'all see them? Yeah. Cal, can you see anything through your scope? Let's take a look. I'm literally scoping the joint out. You see that each one of these eight beings is a slow, mindless humanoid. Looks almost like a corpse. And its lifeless eyes don't show any signs of intelligence. I'm not gonna lie, guys. They look pretty zombified. Don't say the Z word. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They are, they are the walking undead. Probably just sneak around them. I'm up for trying that instead of trying to expand lead. Yeah, we'll cause a distraction. I'm always for the stealthful, the stealthy approach. How much do you hate that house? Oh, I fucking hate that house. Maybe we just burn the house. All right, I'd like to burn that house down. I think you should be the one to throw in the, the, the box of matches. Well, I got my torch right here. So if you sneak around and set the house on fire, maybe it'll draw them closer or get them to do something. That seems right. They'll at least look at it. You can sneak by easier. Well, well you two could sneak by easier. I can cover you from a distance in case anything goes terribly awry. That's a good idea. Okay. If you're going to sneak up on the house, please make me a dex roll. I have eight. How do we, how do, we do this? You guys are d20, and then you have to be lower, right? That is correct. Oh, yes. Okay. It is. DM's pen over here. Thank you to the assistant to the GM. (laughs) I rolled a three. (laughs) A three. Two. You are able to sneak towards your house, and in doing so, you don't attract the attention of any of the shambling corpses. Do you light your torch? Yeah, when I'm, like, tucked away behind the house a little bit so the light won't catch their eye. As you look, there are shamblers behind the house as well. They seem to be all through the field that the three of you find yourself standing in. But you do have the cover of Cal. You light your torch behind the house. Yep. And then... Toss it through a window. Okay. It shatters, drawing the attention of several of the shamblers that hear it. The longer that the torch is lit in the house, you begin to see it catch purchase by lighting some unknown object inside on fire. And the fire begins to spread. As the sun continues to go down, the house itself begins to brighten the area. The fire begins to spread and draws the attention of many of the shamblers nearby. In order to get out of here, I will need another dex check from you. Come on, under. What if it's the same? Well, that tie isn't an under, so... Fuck, that's true. (laughs) As you're sneaking through the field, you can pass several of them, but as you're almost in the clear, three of them catch sight of you and turn their gaze away from the burning house. You hear their guttural moans coming your way as they begin to shamble closer to your direction. I'm gonna brandish my machete, but hurriedly still try to get out of there. Cal, what's going on? What can you see through the scope? Uh, Looks like she's caught the attention of a couple of them. She looks like she's ready to... I don't know. She might be able to outrun them. Don't take a shot unless you absolutely have to. Understood. 
As you go to run, the shamblers pick up their pace as well, and no longer shambling about, they're in a full sprint. Two out of the three are able to catch up to you, and they rake your skin with their claws. Oh, fuck. The both of them together are going to do six damage to your grit, so your grit is down to zero. Past zero? Yes, so you're going to take one to your strength. What's going oh, on, she, she just got hit hard. I think I'm going to have to fire in on them. Can we run in closer? I don't want to get the rest of their attention. There's a lot of them. We can run in or I can take the shot that we have to choose now. I'm running in. You keep me covered. Understood. Cal, you're going to go next. I'm just going to keep cover. You're going to just stay covered? Boss told me to keep cover. Boss okay. is running in. I'm going to try and go attack him with the bullwhip to try to not make a lot of noise so it okay. doesn't try to distract more. I feel like gunfire will probably drop. Mm-hmm. Right up. You go running up to Jesse, who's fully engulfed by these two shamblers, with a third one close behind. Please go ahead and give me a roll of a d6. Two. As you whip one, turns its attention from Jesse into you and begins to sprint your direction. Jesse, that would be your turn. There's still two on me. One sprinted towards Betty. There's one on you and one kind of closing in on both of you at this point, and there is a one on Betty. I'm going to try to slice the one that's attacking me. I'm going to try to cut its head off with my machete. It's a one. You slam your machete into this thing's neck and pull it back out where you would assume there should be blood. Nothing really comes out as this corpse has been long dead, and it continues towards you. The corpse lunges, biting at you. For another two damage. So since I'm already negative grit, do I it take it off your strength? Just keep taking it from strength. Okay. Yeah. Oh, good. Betty Bob, the one at you, slashes ferociously and gets a handhold and digs its bony jaw into your shoulders, ripping out a chunk of flesh, doing four damage to your grit. But just bypassing it because I have two armor. So you take two. Two. Oh, yes. And any of your armor, you should take that into consideration, too. Yeah, what's the duster? That's one? One. I already took one damage. Mm-hmm. I only took one. Oh, do I not take any? Yeah, so your defense always takes one off the amount that you take. Okay. Unless you're shot by a gun. Did you add some back? Yes. Okay. Count, are you still remaining where you are? No, I think I, I really want to run in. I'm going to run in. How far away is the one that's, like, approaching everybody's? I, like, we oh, kind of meet? Sure. You meet, you meet the third one at the same time. I'm going to try and wrap the bullwhip around his neck and rip it really hard and decapitate him. Okay. You'll need to roll a six to decapitate Come on, you're in six. Four. Dang it. Respectable hit. Yes. Your whip makes a good purchase, but it fails to decapitate the creature, who now closes the distance between you and it and lunges forward, digging its claws into your stomach. It does three damage. Don't forget to remove your defense. I'm, so I'm yeah. never going to tell you to, like, you guys do that math. Okay. Okay? Heard. Cool. Heard. The three of you continue to fight? Yeah, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to definitely, I'm going to try to actually whip the one that's not paying attention to me, that's a paying attention to Jesse. Okay. Try to get his attention to me. With a fortuitous position, go ahead and roll 2d6. Oh, we're flanking. Nice. A five. A solid hit. You gain the monster's attention, and it turns and rushes towards you. 
completely leaving Jesse Jane. Jesse? Yeah? What you doing? Oh, gosh. Well, now there's two on Betty. Well, there's one heading for Betty, yes, and there's one on Betty. Since it's going towards Betty, I'm going to try to hit it in the back of the head with the machete and slice its head in half. Okay, give me two d6 as you're in advantageous position. I rolled two fives. I mean, that's solid. That's a, that's a good hit. Oh, good. Betty, you see a second one rushing at you, but suddenly a machete splits its head down to its nose. I'm just going to take care of the one in front of me. I'm going to try and take a swing at it with my, with my hunting blade and try and cut its head off like the top of a pineapple. Okay, it's 1d4 for your hunting blade. That's a d6 you have in your hand. That's no advantageous position. <laughs> the one in front of you? No, you do not have an advantageous position Damn. over it. Damn. You are on equal footing. Three. Three is a good hit. You bury your blade in, but you fail to sever the thing's head. It attacks you, biting at yours, trying to do the same. And as it digs its teeth into your neck, you take four damage. Betty Bob. All right, um, we got to dispatch these quickly. We're getting messed up, guys. Yeah, I'm going to, the one heading towards me, I'm going to whip, try to at least maybe whip the leg out so it can get down on the ground so Jesse can smash it with the machete. Five. You feel some good damage. However, you're not able to pull its legs out from underneath it. It lunges forward as well, raking your body with its nails, doing three damage. Jesse Jane, it's back to you. All right, well, I'm going to smoke this one that's going for Betty still. I don't know why I rolled 2d6 that time. You'd still be in an advantageous position because you're behind it. All right. I rolled a 2 and a 3. Okay. You bury your machete and hit this thing's side. Now, drawing its attention, and it turns and lunges towards you. Cal. I turn and whip the one that just turned on Jesse. Man, what do you have, like a hunting knife in one hand and a bull whip in the other? Yeah. If whipping the one that just turned to Jesse, go ahead and give me two d6 rolls for an advantageous position. Seems you guys f- figured out a good little yeah. uh, triangular <laughs> attack here. <laughs> I got a six and a three, nine. Nine. You whip it. You whip it good. In doing so, the force from the whip knocks this one's head off of its body, crumbles to the ground. The one in front of you takes the opportunity to attack you and coming. bites you again for four damage. Is this the last one? This is the last one that is around the three of you, yes. Well, Betty, we better help Cal. And man's always need help from women's. We're a lot tougher than he is. I would appreciate it. He's begging now, Jesse. Yeah, let's out. out. Um, yeah, the three of you can act as one at this point. Do we have an advantageous position? Yeah, Betty, Bob, and Jesse probably would. All right. A four and a five. Eleven. Seven. The three of you acting together dispatch this creature rather quickly, severing multiple limbs and just completely incapacitating it. <laughs> like, a, like a Mortal Kombat fatality. Yes. Uh, yes. It is definitely a fatality. You see, like, whip on Shooting one shit. hand, whip on one hand, and Jesse comes in with a machete right down the middle. <laughs> fatality. As Jesse stands with the creature's head and spinal cord in her hand. It's like fucking Predator. Yep. Hell yeah. And the three shamblers that were around you are now deceased. Silently. I mean, if the cracking of whips is silent, it's pretty quiet. It is quieter than the roar of the house fire. Good distraction. Yeah, let's sneak to that tree now. Y'all all right? Yeah, I'm not really feeling so good, but... Well, if we get in and get out quietly, I think we'll be okay. We do, you do have that first aid kit. I do. We'll see when we get out of here who's worse for where. Huh? 
Yeah, sneak over to the tree. The three of you sneak over, and at this point, the sun is going down behind the hills. And as you approach the tree, the last ray of sunlight disappears. Who's attempting to get some wood off this tree? Well, I have a chisel. Oh my oh, god. Right. Oh my Shit. god. So, we never uh, thought that how that about that? All right. Betty Bob Cocker goes toward the tree, brandishing her chisel. Damn, Betty, you've been holding on to that thing forever. Yeah, I don't know. I just came across it in a bar one time and just took it because I thought it'd be funny, but it comes in handy, I guess. I'm glad you grabbed that. I grab a lot of things. I know, I know. While the two of you talk, Cal, you're transfixed by the fire once again. And staring down at it, you see now there are more than five additional shamblers that they should be. There's closer to a dozen standing around the house fire. And one in particular catches your eye. It begins to writhe, strangely, twitching, and then it falls to the ground and you continue to watch it. There's something happening over here, ladies. The more you watch, the more grotesque it seems as its limbs begin to protrude out of strange places on its body and its body morphs into something not human. And with shrieks in the night, the creature rises again as it looks at its surroundings. You can see its yellow eyes bright in the evening light, and this boar-like creature with massive tusks lunges forward and begins to devour one of the shamblers right in front of it. And as quick as it eats one, it moves on to the next, and then the next, it looks insatiably hungry. Each of you make me a stealth check. Is that with a 20? It is with a 20. Uh, It'll be a dex check, sorry. I'm good. Six. I got a six. I got a seven. A seven. I got a nine, which is lower than 12. For now, you guys are able to remove the piece of wood. My heart's like pumping right now. (laughs) From the tree. And Cal, you continue to watch as this thing makes its way through the shamblers surrounding the building. And the more you watch, you also see more mounds appearing out of the ground and more shamblers rising and making their way towards the building again. You roll for heart to keep your nerves in check for what you're seeing is otherworldly. And as it makes its way through the 10th, then the 11th beast, never stopping but ever growing in size as it does, the beast finishes the last of the shamblers around the house. Looking for more food, it begins to look through the field, spotting the other shamblers rising. It also spots the three of you. If you're going to run, please make me a dexterity check. Yeah, run, let's run, 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 let's run, run. Oof, two. Sweet. Oh, eight. Two. Nice. Okay, I mean, that's really pretty good. So Fighting that thing would be a bore. <laughs> the three of you take off, and as you continue to run, you hear the beating of hooves coming behind you. Every once in a while, it's slowed. You assume, as it feeds... Takes a quick munch and keeps running after its moving target. <laughs> it continues to target the three of you, yes. And as you get closer and closer to your donkeys, I'm going to need another dex check, please. Gosh, damn it. Oof. I tripped. Twelve, which is my dex. Yeah, I think we all just failed. I got a fifteen. There was a root sticking out, huh? What'd you get? A thirteen. Simultaneously, the three of you get disheartened by how close the beast is, and it comes trampling through the three of you. Jesse Jane trips over a root, but is not spared its boar tusk as it hits her. Cal, you're trampled directly, and Betty Bob, you are knocked to the side. God damn it, I knew we shouldn't have come here. Ugh. I hate this fucking place. I understand why. One damage. 
for Jesse, three damage for Cal, and three damage for Betty Bob. And the beast is caught up to you. Your mounts, still paces away, are now running to put some distance between themselves and the hungry beast. Let the lead fly, guys. Can I quick draw and do my double arrow? For two fatigue, I don't see why not. Fucking yes. I'm gonna do that. For that, go ahead and roll me 1d6 first. Two? A two is a direct hit. Fuck yes. So that would actually be a dire hit, so that's gonna be an 8 plus 2d8. With double barrels. Hell yeah, motherfucker. Nine. Nine plus eight. That was Seventeen. Utilizing your new skills, you let both barrels fly the side of the devil swine as it goes running by. It lets out a boorish screech and then turns and faces the three of you again, head down, tusks brandished, and it comes charging towards the three of you. I'm going to roll out of the way. Yeah, I'm going to try to roll away and get a shot as it's going by as long as it's medium distance away. Yeah. I'm going to try and dodge and quick draw. Cal and... Betty Bob, please act together. Okay. Are you just, you're just dodging, Cal? And quick draw. All right. So yes, both of you go ahead and okay. make your rolls. So I'm gonna I'm gonna crap hard in this thing. Three d six. That's good. I think they all hit. That's a one, a two, and a four. Okay. Yes, all three of those hit. Two of them are crits, or whatever they're. Two of them are crits. Yeah. Nice. And I can I roll a one on my quick draw. Okay. And that would be ten damage plus 1d6 strength damage. So my two crits are automatic full damage, right? Correct. So that's 2d8, and then roll another d8 for the four hit. Yeah. <laughs> another eight. Okay. Awesome. 24 total. Hell yeah. 14. 14 total. Yep. With all three of you acting with your newfound abilities, you're able to actually dispatch the devil swine, and before it gets a chance to gore you with its tusks, it falls dead at the three of your feet. Ah. Uh. Did somebody get that wood? Can we get out of here now? We got the wood. We God, I'm done. I got the wood. Let's get out of here before uh, before anything else crazy happens with those damn donkeys. As you say that, due to the cacophony of noise that you made, all of the shamblers that were around the house are now headed in your direction at a frantic pace. Run, guys. Run. Yes, we run as fast as we can. Catch those damn donkeys on our way. You're able to catch your donkeys and you ride out. Uh, yeah, it's nighttime though, right? So uh, I think we ride a good amount before we stop. We're yeah, let's not stop till let morning. Let us make haste and put a little and put several leagues between us and them. Because we got to get past that field too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I ain't fucking around in that field again. No, that was disgusting. You ride and you ride straight through till morning. And as the morning sets in, and so does fatigue. Please remove one day's rations. Also, another thing about fatigue: the more fatigue you take the less inventory you can carry. So keep that in mind. Okay. Also, if you ever have full fatigue, your grit drops to zero. And how do you get rid of fatigue? Through substantial rest, yes. Gotcha. With your sleep-deprived bodies, your minds wander to strange places. And as you're making your way down the trail, there are several people, they look like beggars, stopped in the road, each holding their hands up, begging you to slow your pace. Looking guys, at you, boss. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think we just keep riding, guys. We ain't got time for this. Please, please, please stop it. We're just hungry. No, we gotta keep sorry. Just keep riding. I'll drop a half a ration as I ride by. I ride on. You see several of the people scramble for it, and however they give the ration to the youngest amongst them, while the others continue to cry for help. Well, I feel kind of bad. 
But Betty Bob, you're in charge. If you say we should keep riding, we'll keep riding. I don't. I'm not trying to mess with more monsters. I'll toss a ration off the off the back, but we need to run. Yeah, I'll give up on ration too. But keep riding. You toss the rations, and now, out of the several people that are there, a few of them jump on the rations thrown off the back of your horses. A fight ensues. Do any of you watch what happens as you ride away? Nope. Yeah. You see one man continue to take a beating before laying dead, while another man eats the ration and walks off into the field. Well, I'm going to look forward now. That was terrible. Survival of the fittest. I mean, I guess. That was awful. I I feel real bad. Well, the youngest got to eat, so... They did, the children. One last mouth to feed. I guess. Now, being up for over 24 hours straight, please take one more fatigue. Betty, you think we can stop and... Take a little nap soon. All right, we ride for another hour, and then we take a nap. All right. You guys are a little more than a day and a half away from your destination of Riptide when you decide to take camp. It's high noon when you guys decide to make camp. You find a nice spot near a flowing stream. All right, guys. I'll cast a line. I'm going to make some coffee here for us, too. Thank you. I'm going to take a nap. I'll take some of that coffee when I'm up. Then I'm going to put my hat over my eyes like a cowboy. Yeah, Betty's not going to get the bed roll out, but she's going to just... Use it as a pillow. I'm going to kick back on Grohl and use him as a bit of a pillow, and I'm going to have a fishing line tied to my toe with the bobber in the water. All right. And if I get a bite, it'll wake me up. The respite helps each of your spirits. Please regain all your grit. All of it? Yes. You're back to full grit. All of my grit. Thank God. What about the damage to strength? Does that go away? Not at this point. Okay. Cal, go ahead and make me a heart roll. Ten. What's your heart? Seven. Ooh. Betty rolls up a cigarette. Nice little spot we found here for a little nap. Cal, as you nap with your fishing line tied on your toe, you feel a bite. Oh. Well, hey, girl, looks like we got a bite. Do you try to reel it in? With your feet. <laughs> I'll take it off of my toe. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah, I'll, I'll try and pull it in. You're able to do so, and you actually get a pretty nice-sized fish. One that would feed the party. Nice. Following the fish out of the water. (laughs) There it is. You see the tips of large claws emerge from the water. I throw the fish to it. It catches the fish in one large claw. And suddenly a lobsteros appears at the surface of the water. But with the fish sacrifice that you made, it disappears back into the river. There was almost a problem, but there there was now not a problem. What happened? We're still out of fish. Okay, did you get anything? No, no, I just said we're, we're out of fish. There's still no fish. There's no fish in this stream at all. Oh. Cal, did you just wake me up, tell me you ain't got no fish? You woke me up this to is, tell me that? This is a dream. This is a dream. God damn it. He's doing that Death is only a door. He's so weird. <laughs> do you guys stay here for the night, or do you leave again? I think we got, we got our grip back. I think we can ride on. I'm feeling a bit more virile. Yeah. Yeah, I'm ready to get back. Since there's no fish in that stream, no point in staying in here. Precisely. Mount up. Fuck this stream. Well, that was a lovely little nap. You mount up and ride through the night and through the next day. Please go ahead and remove another days and a half's worth of rations. You guys ride towards the town of Riptide, and as you get in and head towards Herbert's shop, a voice halts the three of you. Now, looky here. 
It's been more than a week that y'all had my donkeys and you only paid for one week. You're renting them. You didn't buy them. Don't you remember? Oh, actually, I didn't remember. I thought these were ours. I could have sw- I was betting we would. these things would be dead by now. Well, yeah. I thought about it when we were here, but I was like, well, we still need them. So. Yeah. Sorry, man. Uh, um, I'm also pretty sure there was no contracts on or anything. I'm pretty no sure you just sold them, sold them to us, right? There's not a chance. I thought you said this was such a good deal that you were going to sell them to us. Well, that is simply not the deal that we made. Oh, I, I was mistaken then. Um, we, we, we can be happy to give them back to you once we... Uh, I'll tell you what, you want to pick them up at Herbert's Ranch because that's we need them to at least get there. Well, for how much longer do you need them? About another week, probably. All right, well, you had them. This is now your second week, so one more week. That's, that's two weeks, and y'all owe me for another two Listen, weeks. Listen, how about, how about after next week, we'll pay, you, we'll pay you double? It's a paying-as-we-go kind of deal. Well, yeah. I'll have a lot more lead to trade you when we're done with what we're doing. It's true. You can make a lot more money. Rather than having us pay you to rent these mules, think of you sponsoring us with these mules as an investment for your for down the road for your boss and you to take a, a tidy sum off the top as a finder's fee for when we give you these mules back fed, washed, and happy as clams with also probably more lead than you've seen in your life. Each of you make me a heart roll. There's the snake oil. I'm good, too. Four. And a natural 20. 18. Close. 18, okay, cool. With two of you out of the three passing the check, Stable Hand McRae, he ponders the possibilities. You say more lead than I ever seen? Well, I mean, we're about to get into a bit of a tussle with some, some rowdy gunslingers, and I'm sure there's going to be some lead laying around. Well, what happens if y'all die? Oh, we ain't going to die. Worst case scenario, you you get your donkeys back. How do I get my donkeys back if they're lost in some godforsaken world, getting shot at and shot out by a bunch of gunslingers? They know how to get home. They've gotten us the home do. every time. We'll leave a note. A note? Yeah. A certified note. Yeah. Hurry, you jack boys, kid. A note? A note don't do nothing. No, it's it's fine. It's you, orders. You always leave a note. Yeah. Everything's fine if you leave a Bill note. Bill always said you always leave a note. You leave a note, and that it's okay. That is true. All right, well, I want three times the pay. All right. That's I tell all. you what, we'll give you four. Plus a tip? But always. It's a service industry. That would be ten lead amongst all y'all. Oh, yeah, we'll have plenty of that. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Ten lead. If you don't pay up, bad things will happen. Yep. Bad things will find you. I understand. I believe it. My name's Trevor Leahy, by the way. Trevor Leahy. I'm going to write that down. And I know your name's McCray. We share that. Don't you forget. It is. My name is Ignatius T. McCray. That's not what you said last time. You said you was Jack and Jill's boy. I did not say that. I'm pretty sure I wrote it He didn't say that. I'm pretty sure he didn't say none of that. You know? But that's all right. You know, we could make another bargain here. Oh. I'll take eight lead. If you would take me as your husband, too. 
Oh, I, I, I'm, uh, I'll give you the tin lid. You know, How's you're that quite sound? a looker. I think we'd make some great looking kids. Sure, I, I think do. You take one for the team, Jesse. You know, God knows I've done. Well, it. well, Betty's pretty nice looking too. We are not offering up nuptials as a form of a horse trade, sir. Of course you want. You ain't got nothing to bring to the table. Well, if you marry one of us, you marry into this. That is outfit, true. And so I don't believe you're ready to wed me. And also, if you were to wed one of us, that lib would be half ours, too. Well, you'd have to give me some head of cattle or something. Oh, glad you said cattle. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, it's amongst other things, but... All right, well, all right. I'll pay you the full lead. I'll pay you the lead. Agreement on 12 lead when you return. 10 10 was... 12 lead when you return. 12 lead is fine. That's fine. All right. Well, you make me rich. I'll reciprocate the generosity... If you do, in fact, give me 12 lead. All right. All right. All right. I'll see All you right. when we get back. We'll see you. All right. We'll see you when we see you. Head to Herbert's. Yeah, well, let's get out of this town real quick. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah I'll give him 10, 10 lead. We're definitely not paying him. Give him oh, hell no. Give him one lead right to the chest. This is out of earshot. He can't hear us. <laughs> you go to Herbert's shop or Herbert's house. Check the shop first. Okay. And that's where we're going to end the episode. <sighs> so we'll see, see you, you next, next Tuesday. in the Wolf Beard Games studio in upstate New York. If you've enjoyed hanging out with us, please subscribe on whichever platform you listen to. If you really like us, also leave us a review. It's very helpful. If you want to follow us more, you can find us on Instagram, at Tales from the Crit Podcast. We've enjoyed our time with you today, and we look forward to seeing you next time at Tales from the Crit.
don't like it when he looks through the book. <laughs> I don't like it when he rolls too many times. Yeah, those are just scary <laughs> moments. <laughs> through its flames. The flames of the house light in the area. God, I'm so stupid at talking sometimes. Like, it's, it's hard. I like the way you do words. It's, it's hard sometimes, man. My brain doesn't keep up with my mouth. Or my mouth don't keep up with my brain. One or the other. The book doesn't necessarily say that, but that's what I want to happen. Crap. Okay. Very reminiscent of, or for, foreboding of the, uh... <laughs> A lot. Take you're, a break. It's hard right, to be out. Breathe. You're all right. Brain is a good thing, right? I think so. I think it's when they go, eh, donkey, 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 donkey. Is that what sound donkey makes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh.